All right, all right, all right. Organic Poison Podcast. That's right. That's right. Organic Poison Podcast. Man, to start the show out, I want to give a huge shout out to anybody and everybody that's been listening to the show. I've had a couple of people message me and tell me that they just got hooked on. I say a couple of people. It's been about three people in the past week that have texted me or messaged me and texted me and told me that they have started listening to the show and that uh, they're going back and listening to old episodes. And uh, it's funny because they point out the fact that, you know, it's like, oh, man, we've the world has changed so much since, say, episode whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, bro, it has, <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks ago or month or so ago went back and uh listened to the first episode that we did and man it's 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 really bizarre honestly just trying to take in uh how much different things are just in general like in the world but in my personal life everything just seems so much different than it was once before (laughs) uh Especially going back then, I mean, even just listening to this show, like, I mean, obviously we were letting loose and cutting up and acting wild back then. Uh, Probably a little less tamed than it is now. Occasionally you have these episodes where we really kind of lose ourselves, but, and that's the fun of it. That's the excitement to me, like, is you never know where a conversation can take itself. And, uh, yeah, the first episode, it was me and Tim. Uh, I've had him on the show a couple of times. I actually had it listed. For those of you who have been listening to the show for a while, you probably have heard the story or you remember if you've been listening long enough. I changed the name eventually, but the original episode, the name was uh, Interview with Keith Dalton. If you don't know who Keith Dalton is, then, I mean, good on you, I guess. But in this, I mean, if if you don't know who anyone is, good on you. But I'm just saying, Keith Dalton is a spectacle of a human. You should definitely uh, do some research on the guy. But he also is, you know, a guy who thrifts and stuff like that. He's a normal human. He just has a very, very, very uh, unique way about him. Aggressive at times. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm talking about Keith Dalton again, but first episode is worth checking out. All right, just go pick one. Pick, pick a random episode. If this is your first one, then, you know, hey, it is what it is. Go pick a random episode. Just look at the titles. That's what I try to tell everybody. Look at the titles. A lot of times the titles are something very abstract from within the episode, and or it might not have anything to do with the episode, but it's definitely a good way to pick out which one you want to get. And, you know, a lot of times people say they'll listen to one episode, and then they'll go on to the next one, and then they'll go on to the next one, and they'll go on to the next one, and it's just cool whenever I can, you know... There's like a rough rough analytics that you can get, and sometimes you can see where like somebody over the course of a few days is like listening to two or three episodes at a time, and it's tight. Uh, but you know, and then there's some days when around when the episodes drop where it's kind of harder to see where like say an individual will be you know listening to X ones, but you can watch like the different plays on each episode, uh, you know, over time. It's exciting to hear stories about people. Now, this is one thing I will say. When somebody hits me up and they're talking about an episode from like a year and a half ago, even six months ago. I mean, honestly, when you take into consideration, uh, let's say – let's average out the length of the episodes. Let's just say to an hour. I mean, that's a hundred plus hours. No, we had, let's just say to an hour and a half because some of those early episodes, none of them were an hour, I feel like. But uh, 
let's just say an hour and a half. You average it out, an hour and a half per, uh, let's see, it's 105, 104 episodes. Uh, this one won't be an hour and a half, but uh, that's a that's a lot of time talking <laughs> that uh, that was recorded. That uh, like I don't remember a lot of that stuff, but uh, not that I have any problem. I think that's part of the fun. You know, you go back and you listen to it, and it's like, oh, cool. Said a bunch of stupid shit. Said a bunch of you know stuff that you might be like, oh man, I, you know. In retrospect, it's, ca- it's crazy how thing was things turned out. Um. But no, I, I say all of that to say that uh, I'm old enough to remember the last election. <laughs> uh, I think all of you are as well. Um, and I remember it being one of those things where it's like if the Democrats win, the whole world is coming to an end. I mean, there was times where I had my, uh, you know, my thoughts for sure, and I very clearly still have my thoughts. But like, it's interesting to be so paying so much attention to uh politics for let's just say since uh, i'm not saying i'm smart about politics or anything either i have my opinions <laughs> but so does everyone and but no i remember it'll say like when the trump when the trump era was happening whenever trump started running and it was whatever because we all were terrified polarized you know at first it was like okay donald trump's not going to become the president obviously we all thought that uh, but then he became president, and it was like, oh my god, what the what the hell? But you're always sold this bill of like this this is the end, uh, like this is the most important election that you could ever take part in because A, B, C, or D. And uh, yeah, this is a, today that this episode is airing on the day of the elections. It's also apparently supposed to be like a, a blood moon or some shit like that, which is terribly ironic because of the fact that they're projecting for republicans to uh to to tear shit up tomorrow uh as far as like uh the polls go not like tearing the polls up but maybe that might happen too i don't know i mean it's kind of weird because i feel like here in mississippi like at least where i live like ain't nobody talking about politics at all like the local elections are tomorrow and nobody cares like not see I, I say local elections i think they do the city elections and voting and shit they might have done it at a different time uh but maybe not i just haven't seen anyone campaigning I, are we supposed to be voting for governor in mississippi because if that's the case holy shit we really uh let it slide uh because tate reeves is probably still gonna be our governor i don't know i don't i really don't know i haven't paid any attention I guess I could have looked it up, considering there's a computer right in front of me. Mississippi elections. Like, are we? What are we supposed to be voting for tomorrow? Are you? Did you, or today? Did you go vote? Are you listening to this and you're like, oh shit, I didn't even realize I was supposed to vote today. Mississippi elections, 2022. No freaking way. <laughs> That's crazy. Look at that. Sit there and. All of us. I bet one. I bet some of you guys went out and fucking voted. Mind you, I am not registered to vote. But yeah, let's see. Okay, general election candidates, uh, Democratic primary candidates, Republican primary candidates. See, this is district. Oh, this is by the districts. Voting on district shit. <laughs> district ten, bitch. I don't know. Maybe that's all they're voting for is district stuff. I don't even know what district I live in. I mean, do you? 
Yo, Shuwaski Young. You know they're a Democrat with a name like that. Did not make the ballot. Also a Democratic uh, candidate is Rahim Tali. Oh my God. And listen, this is the Republican primary candidates. This is for District 3. Uh, Michael Guest, Michael Cassidy, and Thomas Griffin. All Republicans. <laughs> That's funny to me. You've got Shuwaski Young and Rahim Tali, who I'm sure are amazing people. I'm just cracking a joke. And then you've got Michael Guest, Michael Cassidy, and Thomas Griffin. Yeah, it's just funny to me. Uh, oh, this is the one right here, okay? So there's this dude named Stephen Palazzo out here in uh, District 4, which is uh, – I'm pretty sure that's where I live. And that's the area where Hattiesburg is pretty much. I, I assume maybe the coast or something. He's a fucktard. This dude is a wacko loser. And I'm not talking about like this new wave like, uh, you know, uh, QAnon or uh, – you know, whatever, insert extreme leftist opinion shit here. And I'm talking about like classic, like dipshit Republican dickhead. And he is the, he is the incumbent, uh, dude here. (laughs) The guy that represents the district. Well, he like never goes to Congress. Like this dude like never goes and does anything out up there in whatever, in La La Land. He just and he's fucking and supposedly he took like money from his campaign and like spent it on renovating his house or some shit. And in all fairness, you think, okay, well, how did he how other would these guys make money? They're politicians, they gotta make money to do something, right? And it's like, but in the same breath, like, holy shit, dude. That's like taxpayer money or like people who like, hey, we believe in you, we're gonna give you money. And they just fuck you over. By just being like, oh, I'm going to build a fucking pool in my backyard because why not? <laughs> I'm also doing a terrible job at representing you in Congress or wherever the fuck I'm supposed to be. Uh, and I, I'm I'm going pretty hard on the guy to like not know a lot about him. <laughs> but I guess they say he was super uh, big on helping the vets. Like maybe he did something for uh, the veterans. But I mean I don't really know to what degree he was – Pulling up for the veterans as a district fucking nine, I'm joking, district four, uh, whatever. But I heard a couple of months ago that they, that he got the shaft, like pretty much like they, they double fucked him. They exposed him or something and he got shitted on. He more or less can't. Yeah. So Mike Ezil is the guy who, uh, beat him out. So it's going to be. Mike Ezil versus Johnny Dupree and Johnny Dupree is the uh, I really wish there was a way for me to tell I guess there's not for something like this but I wonder if there's like polls like that can tell you who is, is who's more likely to win but I'm just going to be honest I think the Mike Ezil guy who is he's apparently really big in supporting law enforcement so uh, we're going to keep law enforcement going on down here in the Pine Belt region um uh, I wish they could do something about fucking tornadoes. That'd be great. If one of these district leaders could find a way to stop tornadoes, then I would definitely uh, encourage everyone I know to vote for them. But they can't. So instead, we just have to fucking hunker down in my hallway and pray to God we don't die tonight uh, every time there's a tornado that comes near the area. The city where I live, probably mentioned this before, but their mascot for their high school or for their school is the tornadoes. I cannot make this shit up. 
it is crazy. I moved away from Pike County in order to live in the place where their school is mascotted by a fucking tornado. Uh, not mad about it. Good life decision. I like living out here, but it's fucking scary sometimes. And not to mention, like, I'm the uh, man of the house, so I have to be like, you know, ooh, this is not a f- not scary. Which, I mean, sometimes the hype is overrated. It's not at all as lit as people make it out to be. But sometimes it is pretty fucking lit. And I can look out my front window and just watch, like, I've, there's a big-ass open field across from where I live. And there's, like, trees around my home. So it's just, like, anything goes from any direction. But fortunately, nothing terrible has happened to my home in which I live in. I rent. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's great. I'm happy to know that. But th- th- a tornado went over our house one time. And all down the road where we live, everyone's shit was wrecked. Like it was just like, I mean, you know, within reason. I don't know how to say within reason that the shit was wrecked. But their shit was wrecked. And uh, it was kind of sad. I mean, I really, really hated to see that. My neighbors, all their shit was fucked up, but ours wasn't. But we live in a brick house that's uh, far older than I am and uh, not a trailer, so it helps. Uh, But yeah, every election, every single election is like, uh, you know, this is it. You know, like, oh my God, everyone that I've been paying attention to, and undoubtedly they've been doing this for far longer. I mean, you remember when we were young teenagers kids whatever and it was uh, the big deal about like barack obama was like the antichrist and it's like in all reality i used to think that the only reason they, they say he's the antichrist is because he's black you know what i'm saying now i'm not saying that that's not true for a lot of people they probably i mean i don't think that they're like oh my god he's black he's the antichrist i don't think they jump from point a to point z like that but that's giving people the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure that there are people out there who did just that. You know what? <laughs> but, uh, no, like, but then I, when I got older, I realized that, like, there's a lot of disdain for the, like, like, I guess Democrats or progressives or leftists. Well, I don't even know what you would call it, but th- that specific point of view or not that very very broad point of view it's not specific but you get one you catch what i'm saying uh it's a spectrum no but uh yeah so it's like i I, i'm starting to see and i'm not talking about like just your the trailer park guys or anything like that but even like the let's see the uh more up-to-date people i guess with you know what how politics work and stuff like that and how like policies that don't do shit but fuck things up like there's so much more to like why people would think that uh you know they could well in all fairness when it comes to stuff also like just like the you know god don't like the gays or god don't like the trans and like i remember the big argument and this is you know this is weird and probably taboo but like the big argument whenever like it was like uh, uh if they legalize homosexuality you know in, in whatever f- facet or whatever next it's going to be you know they're going to be wanting to you know be with children and shit like that and i remember thinking that sounded so crazy like it was the craziest like how do you how do you get to that and like now that i'm older 
And I don't know if these people were saying this shit out of pure ignorance, if they were saying it because they heard it from someone, or if they, like, I don't have any any quarrels with, uh, and it could just be access to information. I mean, I'm skipping past, but I, I'm not at all homophobic, and I don't think that that one thing leads directly to the next one. It sounds crazy, but it is wild to me how, like, there's not a large quantity of people just saying, "Hey, we should be able to fuck kids." You know, I don't. I'm not seeing that everywhere. But that inform like that type of conversation comes up so much more now, like that I'm an adult, and like I said, I don't know if it's just access to information so you're getting more information and just paying attention to more stuff but like i feel like you hear about like so many fucking child molesters like how can how many people in the population are there that are child molesters so if if there is x amount of them i'm just speaking objectively here if there's x amount of child molesters does that mean eventually there could become a coalition of child molesters that are like, hey, we have rights too. Like we should be we should lower the age of consent and like all this other crazy shit. Like would that ever happen? Is it is it illegal? I don't even know if it's illegal to to say shit like that. I mean, I I don't think it's illegal to say something like that, but I don't know. Like I mean, to what degree do you do you get to when you're like and I know because of the way that I, I set the premise up almost that it sounds like I'm saying, oh, man, the gays, it's legal to be gay now. So that it's inevitable. They were right. The old people were right. And that's what I'm saying. I think it's a – I don't agree with that. But what do you do if that happens? And who do you think is more inclined to allow something like that to happen? The people who are – I mean, I say allow it to happen. This is some like, like lifelong, history long. What is it about these people? About people who want to have sex with children <laughs> and openly say it, or be like, I mean, it's not normal now. But when you look this stuff up in history. They talk about like how – sorry, I was having um, some technical difficulties. They talk about how uh, like pharaohs and shit were like into kids and stuff like that, like young, whatever. And it's like here in our modern society, we're like, okay, yeah, that's not ideal. Let's not – let's not do shit like that. But for some reason, it was a thing back in the day. Why was that okay? And for what reason was that okay? Why is it that you hear stuff about the Catholic Church? Like for years going on back, they're like, yeah. What is there some type of like doctrine that teaches these, you know, whatever? Like think about like old clergy members or stuff like that. Like is there something that teaches you that maybe like doing fucked up shit to kids like transcends you to something? I don't know. It probably sounds like a really, really weird concept, but uh, I digress. People always said crazy shit about like, oh my god, you know, like uh, if the Democrats win, then they're going to sell us to China. Or if the Republicans win, they're going to make women work in the colonies and fucking exclusively produce children. Like, 
It's always some kind of fucking radical, crazy shit. And you're always, they get you because you think to yourself, oh man, you know, I don't, I think they're, they're exaggerating, but what if they're telling the truth? You know, like what if it's a real thing? I don't know. And then it, nothing fucking ever comes of it. Election happens and then like fucking, Time a week goes by and everybody's like, okay, well we're figuring out who's who, and then it's a big deal whenever everybody gets into office and then some crazy shit happens. Like, and right now, what's interesting to me is both sides of the political argument are trying to act like motherfuckers are going to raise hell if their if their side loses. Like they're going to go and tear shit up and destroy the world. And I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I am not feeling the vibe that. People are going to go wreck shit if a if Team Blue or Team Red wins. I don't think that people are in the mood. I really thought that people were going to go haywire with that uh, Roe v. Wade shit, and some bad shit happened in some places. But in all honesty, I was expecting a lot more. I was kind of thinking we were about to get like George Floyd experience, like over that. Because everybody already realized, I mean, I, I feel like anyone who would be wanting to fuck shit up like that, that they realize, hey, you know, we're perfectly capable of uh, putting together and congregating events to make some chaos happen. Let's make it happen. I don't understand why there's been nothing else since, and this is something beyond just what we're talking about now, but I have been thinking about this. How has there not been anything since 2020? To get people to get out and like fuck shit up and raise hell. There's been nothing. Like I mean yeah we had January 6th but that's a different kind of fuck shit up and raise hell. I'm not saying it's an acceptable one but clearly. It's not it wasn't for some cause. It was for fucking you know telling the government to fuck off but in the worst way possible. And just stupid shit. (laughs) Dumbass foolery. I mean, in all fairness, I think that, uh, you know, uh, police brutality is pretty fucked up and it's worth raising your voice about. I think that uh, women's rights in general is something that's worth raising your voice about. But as far as wrecking shit, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this. It's not like a broken record. As far as, you know, and that's just just weird. There's something weird about, like, why it went so well. All these people were so well organized, and all these people were so, you know, keeping in touch. All these different cities that just had these people that were people driving from city to city. Like, interwebs, amount of Antifa all over the internet, all this. I'm telling you, like, it's almost like this shit just vanished. And, like, I don't know if the people vanished. I don't know what, but like, you don't see any of this all cops are bastard shit. You don't see any of this fucking everybody's an activist shit. And I don't know if it's because they just got tired of it or, and you know, like whatever, or if it's just because for some reason it just ain't going down like that no more. Magically, somehow. I mean, I, I'm sure you go to any big city in America and there's like a. There's people, you know, that are into these things and shit and still active and going out in the street and black block protesting. I imagine Portland has no shortage of uh, late night events and vigils for, you know, like a dead fish somewhere. Uh, 
I don't know. I just I feel like it, it's it's strange that that's nothing. None of these other things that have happened. None of these behavioral whatever anything that's happened in society politics it's been a bunch of crazy shit in politics you would have thought since they knew i mean they should have went and made a fucking example of joe biden the way that they went out in front of the white house i mean they shouldn't have sorry i'm not saying that they should hurt the president or anything but i'm just saying like you think about what they did that night when they said that donald trump was in the bunker or in the basement of the white house i know you guys got to remember this if not you should look it up you should look up the video of what was going on outside of the white house whenever uh that was said i digress uh like these motherfuckers destroyed dc they burned down a uh a like like a guard shed at the white house they set on fire the fucking church across the street from the white house all this different shit happened on this one night and like that's with donald trump at the helm they allowed this shit to happen in dc they destroyed dc that night uh but like why don't they go do that shit with joe biden popping off like why the fuck it I don't understand. Why don't they go turn up what Joe Biden? Because what's he going to do? Put his feet to the fire. He's the one that says he supports the calls. It would be interesting. I mean, I am not saying that that's what... I'm going to have to cut this shit out. I'm not saying that people should do that. I'm just saying, like, I don't understand why they didn't. So, I'm not cutting shit out because I'm explaining myself. I, uh, I'm glad they don't, though, for what it's worth. I don't appreciate the chaos. I think that... uh. I mean, I do appreciate some chaos, but I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it would almost be worse if all those videos of people rioting, like, if people got to see those YouTube, uh, like streams that were going on, if, like, that went straight to, like, Fox or CNN or Facebook or anywhere else where everybody's getting all their information. And if everybody had to see that, it would be probably even worse than just the small portion of society that did. I imagine if anybody kept up with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, they probably got to see a lot of footage of that. But I have a record, on record, doing this podcast. Like, I think there was one night where I did like three nights in a row, and I'm pretty sure one of those nights I was talking about how the night before I went, I fell asleep, or I, I couldn't fall asleep. I was laying in bed watching YouTube streams of people rioting across the country. And I could not go to sleep that week and for, you know, periodically nights after that. Eventually, I had to just stop watching them because I'm just sitting here watching these motherfuckers riot and just wreck shit. And a lot of it was protesting. A lot of it was just standing around but still watching it. And the different personalities of people, it felt like I was watching a movie. I'm telling you, the one night that I was watching this shit, I'm – there was two nights. I was watching – one of the streams the night that the Kyle Rittenhouse shit happened and I turned over to my wife and I told her I said Brittany I said Brittany that dude they just shot somebody on it like somebody just got shot on YouTube and she's like okay like I don't even want to hear about that I don't even want to know about that I'm like no like it's it's happening live it was that night and it was the night that I was talking about when they were in Washington D.C. uh the the trump in the bunker thing those two nights were some that that night was the craziest shit i have ever seen in my life i swear to god the kyle rittenhouse shit was crazy but it wasn't like it was just zoomed in on the dude getting his arm blasted off or anything like that it was just like some the guy was on the street 
and it was all going down and he's running up and following and listening and you know motherfuckers getting shot it was crazy but the night in Washington D.C. that I watched, I uh, watched several of them, but this one specifically, where they went and they ransacked this like to like two or three city blocks, and you're just watching these people break into these buildings and run upstairs and just smash out all the windows, like they're just smashing out all the windows in these two story buildings, just psh, 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 and screaming and shit. I'm talking about like hundreds, thousands probably of people just running through, just ravaging shit. They went into a bank, they destroyed this fucking bank. I mean, it looked like some shit that you would see in a movie. It does not look like some shit you'd see half popping off in America, 100%. You wouldn't believe it. Like, 10 years ago, you would never believe that this shit was real. But they streamed it live on YouTube, and that's crazy. Whoever those guys are, they not only have testicular fortitude, who the guys who film it, but they've also got to just be fucking... Man, like, I don't even know. Like, I would be so scared to be running around there with a fucking camera in my hand. I'm not that audacious. Like, just to make it obvious, hey, I'm filming all this, and it is what it is. I'm quite sure there's a, a level of people who would be like, hey, stop fucking filming, bro. Turn your shit off. We don't want you to be filming us while we're wrecking shit. Which, I mean, in all fairness, I wouldn't want people to be filming me while I'm wrecking shit either. Uh, but, once again, I digress. Uh, crazy times was a, an emotional year in 2020. We had uh, a lot going on, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It's weird. I don't. I don't know who's gonna you know come out on top here. I don't even know who what that means at this point. But uh, you know, I can see. I can predict a lot of. Uh, Oh, they cheated, or gerrymandering, or uh, the machines, or whatever. And this is from either side. I think that either I think it's become probably, and it might not. It's not definitely not the new standard. I mean, uh, Hillary Clinton did it in 2016. I remember she was big on the whole like, oh, they stole, they stole the election, or Russia cheated, or Donald Trump colluded with Russia, and we can't prove it, but it happened. All kinds of fucking crazy shit was going on in 2016. So, and I imagine that even with the other other elections that I might not have been paying as much attention to, the same shit was going on. So you definitely can tell that politics is like a revolving door with a fucking similar story. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard the term lately. It's like uh, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes, and uh, that's that makes sense. Especially in scenarios like this uh, with our election cycles and stuff. The only thing that really does kind of suck and it puts a twist on it and, you know, another thing that I've talked about on here before just is like the, you know, the climate, uh, not literally the climate, not the weather, but the climate of just like how the world is functioning right now. Like there's like more wars going on. The rich are doing sketchy shit. They're trying to fucking... You know, throw us in single file like they always have. Like, uh, conspiracies are starting to come true. Predictions are starting to fucking arise that people were not expecting to have to deal with in their lifetime. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. And I think that that's the kind of stuff that makes me, uh, for some reason, they factor into when it comes to, like, hmm, how about these politicians? Like, how do we feel about them? But in all honesty, it's hard for me to 
it's hard for me to say anything other than just fuck all of them because they all seem like shit to me. Like uh, most all of them let you down. <laughs> At some point, they are going to let you down, just like people, I guess. But uh, they're politicians, and they're supposed to be a better than what they are, uh, especially to us because they're supposed to be servants to the people. And I mean that in the most humble way possible. The only way that this society that we have managed to make for ourselves uh, continues to survive, uh, this, the American experiment gets to keep going and try to correct itself to be the best it can be for everyone in it, is uh, if politicians do right by the fucking people. Um, that is the only way that that's going to work. And unfortunately... Uh, at times, it feels like that is an inevitably impossible uh, because it just seems like all the politicians suck dick. <laughs> uh, so if you did go out and vote today, good on you. You should be proud of yourself for playing part in the, your civil duty as a, an American citizen or even better, a citizen of Mississippi, our state, our home. You know, a lot of people don't, can't connect, can't feel relative with the entire country all the time. Uh, I personally don't have uh, I don't have connection, you know, anywhere other than Mississippi and the United States. So, for me to, you know, try to, it, it sucks when you hear people be like, "Oh, fuck America," blah 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 blah. It's like I don't know, dude. It's not, it's not terrible. It's really not terrible, especially when you look in parallel to other places. Uh, it could be a lot worse. You could, and that's you know, cop out. Oh, you could literally. I get it. It is a cop out. But in the same breath, you know, here we are. Uh, it, it, it's true. Um, and I mean, there are better places, I'm sure, to live. But in the same breath, we grew up here. You live here. Make the most of it. Try your best to make the most of it instead of just wanting to just say fuck this. Let's destroy it. Burn it all to the ground and piss on it i don't know how many of you guys actually feel that way but sometimes that's how i think i'm like you know start a community of people that can enjoy be like making what's around you immediately your immediate surrounding better and as you do that if you want to continue to boister up your uh uh your arms and make a stronger hmm I don't know. I was trying to make an analogy, but it's terrible. I'm doing terrible right now. Uh, you know, lift up your community. Do good shit in your where you live. How about that? I don't even know what. I don't even know why I'm saying all that. But um, you do whatever the fuck you want, bro. Play video games. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play video games. I'm going to continue to make podcasts and talk to people. Uh, definitely going to have some music. I got a lot of music, but I just don't have a lot of music, if that makes sense. The time is coming. The storm is coming, um, for those of you who care. but Yeah, I told you guys uh, I was going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, this episode, I don't have uh, – I say short and sweet. I mean, in all honesty, I've been kind of chilling. I've had a lot going on the past couple of weeks, and I'm not saying that I didn't have time to record a podcast. I definitely should have, but, uh, you know, it's – getting to 100 episodes just trying to get my brain functioning again it's taking a little while you know been working my ass off at work because the holiday season is here 
it's among me and I am a parent uh, that works a nine to five job well you know a day to, a day job so I have to make sure I prepare for those types of events like Christmas uh, but other than that look we're coming we're coming in hot and we're coming in heavy we're coming in hard moist a lot of coming um, shout out to blink 182 um but yeah so if you guys find yourselves bored go back and listen to some of the old episodes i'm gonna bring somebody back on i'm gonna bring somebody on here with me next week uh, we're gonna have a, a solid conversation probably get into some of the spicy details of what didn't happen this week uh, but yeah uh i'm not watching the game right now but i hope the saints win like by the time i'm done recording this and i go to sleep it'll we'll find out if they won probably actually in the next few minutes and uh yeah uh, so i don't know yet but tomorrow or today when you're listening to this or six months from now we'll we'll know uh the same day or the day before the 2020 elections the saints won their game against baltimore in new orleans and the shit was crazy. No one believed it. Lamar Jackson got his ass whopped in New Orleans by the Saints. I'm predicting it now. Uh, yeah, November 8th, no, November 7th, 2022. Hey, if you guys are listening to this on DV Behavior Radio, you guys lock in that uh, URL. Save it. Bookmark it. All that other good stuff. And if you're not listening on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com and you're listening on the uh, one of the streaming services, go over to your browser and save DeviantBehaviorRadio.com because that's where all the new episodes come out on Tuesdays. And I have a show called Toxic Tunes and Trends where I do 30 minutes of tunes and 30 minutes of trends. And it's a lot of fucking fun. And uh, yeah, I like to... I have another thing. For those of you who have listened to the podcast this far in right now, I want you guys to tell me, message me, to hit me up somehow, comment on something, and tell me who you want me to have on the Do you want me to have you on the show? Tell me. Do you have a friend? Do you know somebody that does music? Do you know somebody that does art, comedy, uh, internet shit, podcast? Let me know. You guys talk to me. I want to know what y'all want to hear. I mean, I'm... You got you guys know how I give it up. You know how the show is. You know what we talk about. You know we talk about all kinds of crazy shit. You know about our humor. Who do you want me to have on the show? Hit me up. I'm open to ideas. Help me get out of the box here. Help me get out of my own box, my own head here. Uh, and you know my show, Toxic Tunes and Trends. I play all kinds of music on there. Usually stuff that you know gets people pumped for the weekend or gets me pumped for the weekend at least. If you got any music you want to hear on there, let me know. I can make it work. I'm always trying to find new ways to create different playlists and with different feelings for uh, you know upbeat shit, of course. But I really like melodic stuff too, you know. So let's uh, let's make it happen. Organic Poison and Toxic Tunes and Trends on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and, uh, please, 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 uh, be kind to each other in these, uh, pressing times. You know, we, we all talk shit. We all get angry. We all get happy about all kinds of different things that go on in this world, especially in our modern society. It's hard not to, uh, be, get worked up about something. Even, even those of who say, 
those among us who say that, oh, I don't let stuff like that get to me. I don't even pay attention to it. It's like something gets to you, you know, like something does. So, <laughs> you know, just hang in there. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening. Keep your heads up this week, and uh, we're going to see you. In, or we're not going to see shit, but we're going to talk to you next week. All right. Don't forget to hit me up and tell me who you guys want to see on the show, here on the show, be on the show. We.